Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Open, Open your, your hearts. hearts. Loosen your butts. It's, it's time, time for, for Couples, couples therapy. therapy. Yeah. This podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, so feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's cup of apples Hello, everyone, and welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Naomi. My name's Andy. And we're a real-life couple. Real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we answer a couple of different questions from a couple of different listeners. Y'all, we're coming to you after a marathon. We just recorded two episodes. Back to back. They were great. They were really wonderful. They really lifted my spirits. I always dread having to do two back-to-back because I'm, like, worried I won't have the emotional end. Like, you know what I mean? To be able to, like, be fun. Yeah, of course. But, you know, I really got lifted from both of them. See, this is what I'm saying. I said this, I think, uh, last episode, the 200th episode, was that like you do dread, but then you have fun doing these episodes. I know. And then afterwards, you are lifted. Well, I got better too. If you notice, I didn't have any like dread or attitude going into it today because I'm like getting better at knowing that. And I also tell myself, you only have to be on for like three hours. And now you're free. And now I'm free. You see what I'm saying? And the rest of the you day. can hear that freedom in my voice as I do the introduction. Uh-huh. You know, I'm getting better. I'm, I, I think the key to me getting through each day is to just really break it down into smaller parts. Right. A couple hours at a time. Right. You know what I'm saying, sister girl? You have the tone, like civil rights tone. You're free. 
the tone of someone who has overcome is what you're saying. Yes, absolutely. Oh God, you guys, if you have not, you need to watch Roy Root Jr. special because that's we watched that you last night to. and it was so funny. It is it was, so good, and it was just like, oh my God, some old school. Somebody just being funny, talking, just all, what stand up used to be, baby. Which stand up so still? It what I just. I need Roy Wood Jr.'s name to be spoken of in the same spaces as, like, the greats. Yes, he is definitely one of the greats, and he put it out there. So we were we watched that last night, and it was funny. Was it called Imperfect Messenger? Yes, and we were, and it was just funny because we had watched something else before that was, like, bad. <laughs> okay, and I the- tell you, we went to, I'll, t- I'll just say it, we went to hate watch, just, we were going to say, we're going to hate watch five minutes of Bill Maher's special hashtag adulting we got through a minute yeah one minute of his smug bullshit and we were like fuck this but that's not even what we went to watch it was like first we went to watch this other show this half hour show that we planned to like but it wasn't you know how you go to watch something and you're excited and then it's like not what you want and then it was like probably 8 30 9 o'clock and we were like this is not the vibe we is this how we're is this what our friday night's gonna be we need to find something to kind of cleanse that palate yes and then we were just kind of goofing. We need to put our hate into something. No, but then you were like, let's goof. You were like, let's try this for five minutes. Oh, That'll be that funny. Was, I or at I least was, that's what I thought I, thought I was doing. I, I needed a container for my hatred. Oh, I needed see, to like, I dump it, it into five minutes of Bill Maher's, you know, Okay, I thought crap. it was about like, oh, you know, this is so dumb. Let's just see what happens here. And it was literally 90 seconds. And I was like, I'm sorry. I Did you need me to do a legal five minutes? Mm. Because I cannot get through a legal five. Bill Maher walking out on stage fresh from jerking off on the floor of his dressing room. Andy, please, this is the opening of the episode. It's uh, <laughs> a rumor, by the way. I know it is. He does that. It's like, please. Uh, I, I just, it, he, he, he left such a bad taste in my mouth, and we were both just like disgusted by his like, what counts as humor for him, and that we're like, we have to watch something great. And I'll tell you what. Roy Wood Jr.'s he did it special. It, he it really was. He really did it. He really did it. it y'all. So good. Oh my god! Just loving me some LOLs. You know. Yep. Speaking of so good, today's episode so good. S O G O O D. Before we get to our guest, though, Naomi, I wanted to play. We got some comments from the last couple episodes. All right, all right, all right. Now, do you remember Sabrina's episode? There was a caller called in. Her and her ex-husband still hooking up mm-hmm. but then she found out the ex-husband is also yes, hooking up someone. with someone at the at his office yes and she wants to know should she reach out to contact that woman because also the she std has yes and knows she has herpes and she's like does that woman know that she's sleeping with a man who's sleeping with a woman another woman who has herpes yeah all right so someone left a comment hey andy and naomi um i'm just listening to the herpes lady and it's triggering and stressing me out um i think she should definitely tell her because i'm coming from the other end of having hsd and uh not knowing i had it because i'm asystematic and then finding out years later because you they don't test if you just go to like a clinic and say hey i just want to get you know the basic test you have to ask to be tested for herpes um and actually, the CDC doesn't even recommend getting tested for herpes. Oh, and weird. so, like, CDC if you don't ask for it, she will never know that she has it. So people go out in the world and spread it and don't know they have it because they've gone and got tested, but they've gone only oh, gonorrhea, syphilis, HIV. Um, and, and then they think they're clean and they're not. 
and you can be asymptomatic and have it for years and years and years and never have an outbreak and be just out shedding and spreading it all over the place. Um, so, and it sucks to date with herpes. Believe me, it's it's really fucking hard. Like it's hard. You can't date muggles. Um, muggles <laughs> are people that don't have HSV. That's what we call them. <laughs> but and so it's very hard to date people without it. No one wants to date you, so you have to date somebody else that has it. So then you have this really small, you know, population of people that are willing to admit they have it, and then you've got to, like, claw and, like, you know, look through all those fucking people to find someone uh, to hook up with, and it's really difficult just overall. Like, I think the fact because they don't test for it unless unless you ask is the most important reason why she should tell her because she could just, like, I had it for, like, 10 years and didn't know. And so um, – so she could just, you know, be out there, you know, she could have it, she could be spreading it and, and not know she's spreading it. And that's what keeps happening. And it's just, it is frustrating because the CDC um, won't recognize that it's important. I think everyone should be, it should be just be part of the regular testing. Anyway, I'm rambling because um, I'm triggered, but I love you guys. Bye. And then there's a postscript. Hey, uh, this is Herpes Girls again. Uh, that just left a message. I also forgot to say, also really importantly, that condoms don't prevent, uh, you getting it Uh-oh. because you can have it like all outside on your, on your genitalia and all you have to do is rub up against somebody and you can get it. So even if he's out there wrapping it up all the time, it doesn't matter if he's, you know, if he's carrying, carrying it and it's on wherever he has it on the outside, not on his penis, but ne- you know, like near his balls. If he's rubbing that anywhere, um, you can spread it that way too. So um, it's very frustrating because it, you know, because condoms don't, don't prevent it from spreading. Anyway, love you guys again. Bye. I love this person. Uh, this person is everything to me. And I, you know, yes, this is, this is right. Okay. We got a little, we got a little, um, crash course in the hurt. Should we become a sex education podcast? I think so, but, I, but sex it's negative be, and sex nooch. Yes. And then it would hosts. be really just the listeners educating us. Uh-huh. We're not educating anybody. The listeners come and educate us. But so, yes, definitely. So the penis gets hard. <laughs> this is a health issue. And you're right. Okay. So if you're listening to this um, person who called in before, you know, help us sister out. Send her a message. Say yeah, you need to maybe, handle, yeah, yeah, this check is a, it. Yeah, this is this different is a, now because I thought you know if you put out a condom, you'd be okay. Yeah, this this might be a, a health sitch. I also really like the phrase "shedding and spreading," <laughs> and I'm gonna find a way to just work that into conversation. Put that on a t-shirt. Shedding and spreading. <laughs> Actually, maybe if that's how you wear it, that's like how you find other people, uh-huh. so that way you avoid the muggles. Uh-huh. Create a shirt that says "shedding and spreading," and then if other people have yeah. uh, HSV. Is that what she said? Yeah, HSV, herpes simplex virus. Then that's like how you can find each other. Is there a, a, like a, a handkerchief that you could put in a certain pocket? <laughs> All right. Uh, and that Naomi, do you remember last episode? Do you remember the one question that we talked with your frenemy Brian about? About uh, I think this is Brian's question, but um, someone called in and they're going through like a. a not going through a dry spell, but they like were off the market for four years. Yes, now they want to yes. dive back into, yes. into right. It, but they don't want to. They don't want to fuck any old a scrub. Shit. Yeah, they don't want any old scrub. Right. So they want to get their groin stuff going, but they don't want it to be. Andrew, <laughs> you just said groin stuff going. Okay. Okay. But this they, is why we can't have a sex education podcast because wanna, you said groin stuff going. Yes. But they don't want to fuck a piece of shit, so... (laughs) Okay, wow. (laughs)
Oh my God. Hurry up. This one's off the rails. Hi, Andy and Naomi. Um, this is Heather. I have, um, some additional advice for, uh, your caller who you talked to with, uh, talked to. <laughs> Question you answered with Brian Saffy, um, who, uh, was trying to get out of a four-year dry spell. I also just exited a four-year dry spell. And one of the ways that I did that um, was through a uh, casual sex application called Pure, um, <laughs> which is uh, incre- an incredibly weird name for this app. Um, but it's it seems to be like a less localized, uh, what I understand Grinder to be for um, t- people of all genders and orientations. Um, and uh, and but it's also uh, mainly it seems really focused, really good for, uh, like, anonymous sexting, which is a great way to ease back into that. Um, and I spent a lot of time doing that. Um, maybe I shouldn't have said my name at the beginning <laughs> of this. I don't know. Who cares? Um, but, yeah. And, uh, and so pretty much the way that this app works is that it's, for, you know, you, you give as much information as you are interested in. Um, so, cause it's just a blank field where you kind of write a little blurb about like what you're looking for and what your deal is, um, three photos at most. And then, uh, yeah. And then folks can, um, you know, message you or you can message them if, uh, if they already like you. And, uh, and if, if that's what this person is, um, mainly looking for, um, it might be a good way to get started without having to learn too much about these people <laughs> uh, that she's hooking up with. Um, if that's if that's what she's uh, is this what her her main goal is? I'm gonna run out of time, but uh, yeah, that's that. I'm she should give that a try. They should they should just try it out because it it uh it's been it's been working okay for me. Um and uh, and I you know. Maybe some of these dudes are, you know, moderate, but uh, I wouldn't know. So, uh, yeah. Okay. I love you. Bye. First of all, there's nothing I love more than when people end their message with I love you. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> um, but also, peer. They got it. Pure. Peer or pure? I thought it was. I don't think it's pure. I think it's peer. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly don't think it should be called pure. But I love a casual sex application. Called peer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, peer. That makes more sense because the transcript that Google yeah. Voice makes, it said pure. <laughs> and then also it said you can upload no more than 350 photos. <laughs> I was like, when I was reading that, I was like, that's weird. It's <laughs> like a lot of photos to upload. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah. I'm hoping that person, by the way, if you call in with some advice and you mention a thing, I'm assuming you don't work for the company or own the company. Where yeah. this person stealth? They were doing some stealth wow. marketing. I Honestly, trust. I would say bless. Callers, I'd say good for you. I trust you. Don't abuse my trust. <laughs> I hope that was just some person who was getting. They're getting some sex from peers. <laughs> They're getting sex from peers. Yeah, we love what it. What did I say before? Genital stuff. <laughs> 
genital yeah situation <laughs> oh my gosh well i like you know it's funny i called it uh on life i had tom link as my co-host of the lifetime podcast uh-huh. and we were t- we called it two adults being adult oh and that is just a nice little way to think about it <laughs> two adults being adult you know Naomi, I mean, who are our guests on today's episode well our guests are dear friends mm. hilarious comedians mm. brilliant writers Aaron Jackson and Josh Sharp. Mm. Oh my God. We've known mm. them from back in the day. This was beautiful. I love when we get to talk to people, you know, friendships, because it just feels like it's an it's an episode that's good for the soul. Yeah. Um, you may know Josh and Aaron from their web series on Funny or Die called Jared and Ivanka, which mm-hmm. was hysterical. Maybe from their live show, Fucking Identical Twins, which is soon to be a movie. Or perhaps you have read Aaron's book, The Astonishing Life of August March. And if you haven't, Pick it up, baby, for an indie bookstore. Bookshop.org, I think. Hello, think about that. So the point is, they're out here doing things, being friends, somehow keeping that friendship healthy and alive despite working together constantly, which you know (laughs) I had to get to the bottom of in this episode. So without any further ado, roll it. Uh, Josh and Aaron, this is a dream come true. Thank you for staying with us on the email journey to making this episode happen. Yes. Oh, that's what email's for. Every email's a journey. Every email's a journey. Be she short, be she long, the correspondence. It's a journey. (laughs) We want to know about your friendship, but here's the thing. Naomi and I were talking last night. We're like, we don't want to hear one fucking word about UCB. (laughs) Oh, that's fine by me. We can redact. You know, (laughs) when when is actually essential to the narrative, we can redact. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, when it's important, you know, like, like throw it in there. But there are so many like, you know. I think we are sick personally of like when people ask us about how we met and we have yeah. to be like, yeah, you're on sh- a general again. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. There was a yeah, show yeah. called the lottery and I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it's wow. Just like, the lottery. Yeah. That's when <laughs> we met. That's, that's where, where we met. <laughs> okay. I, keep- I know we said it and now I fully <laughs> want to be like, wait, so y'all were paired together on a team for the lottery. Yes, like you didn't yes. know. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. can well, you imagine? Beautiful. Isn't that that's cute beautiful. as fuck? I know. The chemistry was sparking. I don't know, whatever, not Tuesday night at all. 11 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. I there thought were... Andrew was 20 years old mm-hmm. with that baby face 12 <laughs> years ago. Exactly. Still, still Show do. me no, no. the ID. Let me see the, the license. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, yeah. I'm on the other Ooh, side. I'm sliding down into the grave right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Aren't we all tumbling toward it? We no, all... there were two black women, Sashir and Naomi. Okay. Just think, wow. Naomi. Oh, you could have ended up with Kenny, and I could have ended up with. <laughs> I see it. I see it. Yeah, and uh, you could was have. Kenny on the was Kenny on the team too? <laughs> Kenny Just, managed to dodge uh, a redacted theater past, right? Not, not yeah. like the four yeah, yeah, people no. on this dais. We all yeah. have a past with redacted theater. With the redacted comedy theater. <laughs> um, but obviously, I know that's like that's where y'all met. But like, yeah. you also have so much in common being, you know, southerner who came to the big city you know being tall and svelte (laughs) tall svelte and hysterical white southerners a lot of it is just sort of sharing the same climate at bars you know what i mean it's like no joke it is a thing where you're like oh okay you know like i we can hear each other well at this crowded mcmanus (laughs) a lot of my um redacted comedy theater (laughs) friends i i have realized are all a lot of them are all tall 
And it's oh, like, okay. oh, am I am I a bigot? And it's like, no, yeah. I could hear them at the bar McMahon. It's very, it's very <laughs> so butterfly we, like, effect. We, we it's very friends. butterfly effect. Yeah, <laughs> no, that little thing. And you know who introduced really us? Important. Another tall from the redacted theater, Langan Kingsley. That's why oh, we yes. know each other. Yeah. Really. Yes. Like yes. Put no. respect on the name Langan. Exactly. At mm. bars, oh lord, I have so much trouble hearing people, which is why I avoid them. Yeah, well, yeah, I understand that. I know though when Andy's having trouble, right? Because he just is kind of like nodding and smiling. Like, and I was like, oh, you can't hear what's happening. You can can't you? hear anyone. <laughs> and I was like, and like I know we walk into that situation. It's like, oh no, this isn't good. Because of course, the whole reason why you've come out is to have an interaction with another human. Yeah, exactly. Because right. also that's he doesn't the, drink. That's the dream. So, <laughs> that's, that's the dream when you leave the house. I sometimes end up just having sort of a wide stance at the bar to sort of take three inches off myself. But yeah, then, then you're taking up too much space laterally. Like you can't win. Yeah. The bar yeah. has to be not so crowded that you can't sort of like stick your feet out a foot on either side. I and then do a lot of, of um, like leaning against the bar. And I feel like people think I'm trying to look like the Fonz or something. But it's like I'm trying to take height <laughs> I away. I do that as well. Or, or I or sit on a you chair. You gotta snatch the stool, especially the yeah, stool, because then you're, you're still sitting, sort of so tall you enough. Lower, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you sit in a chair for a short. You sit in a stool for like a medium height person. For a you medium. Know? For okay, an so these are hot if, tips for tall people. If you're five eleven, I'm on a stool. If you're five five, I gotta sit on a chair. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I can't. Like I, I think one of one of your going away to Los Angeles or something parties. There was something yeah. where one of you was going somewhere, and mm-hmm. I was talking to, to hell. <laughs> yeah, definitely the hell I bet. And I was talking to Langan the whole time we were sitting sure. down. And that's yeah. the only way that we could happen. talk. Lovely. That can happen. Right, right, Lovely. right, 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 right. Now, let's pivot. Now, if <laughs> long-time <laughs> listeners of the podcast are likely to know, you know, they've heard you on the live show, you know, and you yeah. famously are uh, best friends and two-time sexual partners. Right. And okay. first you question, might have been the people that have been on the show the most. Is that probably, true? Because I feel like I remember them in it, Hi-Fi. Yeah, yeah Union Hall. Yes, mm-hmm. and um, I feel like there was a third hi-fi a number of times. But when more this was hi-fi, hi-fi definitely more than once. For the list, we've yeah. never the, done this... one like this, right? I haven't blacked right. out. And forgotten. Never right, never been we right. Yes. We haven't done the classic podcast chitting and chatting. Exactly. And, chatting. and that's what <laughs> we needed. We needed to go deeply. But again, as best friends and two-time sexual partners, first question <laughs> being: Is that number still two? <laughs> two, no, two is it, always a fluid number. <laughs> at a certain point, when we started the joke, two was literally true. And yeah. then as the joke continued, at some point it was figuratively true, but the music of the joke was better. Yeah, That's you start true. saying like uh, two and a half, three, I yeah, guess. Like three, and then there was that one sort of group thing. And, you know, you get to be like, what are you going to count at anymore? Two is just what it is spiritually. I think it's two spiritually, yeah. Spiritually. <laughs> it has a nice ring. It has a nice ring to it. Yeah, it does. It is a comedy's beautiful... music. Naomi, why were you curious if the number has changed? Well, because <laughs> I think that you guys are such good friends, and also you work together, right? Making right. things, and to add a sensual layer to it. <laughs> I guess what I'm wondering is like, you well, know, you do it, yeah, and I don't recommend it. <laughs> it's a it lot. is very, it is very shit where you eat. It um, is. It's, it's a lot. Is, it's, a, it's a lot of modes. I think that's the yeah. thing, right? It's a lot of different modes you have to modes, jump into. We're gonna modes. jump into sensual. Mode. Mode. We're going to jump into work mode. We're yeah, going to yeah, jump yeah. into watching Very, Moon Knight uh... mode. Right, <laughs> right, right. Moon Knight, not Moonlight. That's a different mode. Not, not I don't know if y'all feel this way as, you know, a rare sort of comedy couple that is in those modes, but I honestly feel they're all closer than they should be. And that's partly what, 
<laughs> but that's probably what makes it work, where you're like, like a lot of our career is rooted in our friendship and a lot of our sensibility is rooted, you know, like it's all that shit. Sort of, I also right? think there's something, even, and I mean, not just like, uh, I think there is something inherently sensual mm-hmm. about um, when you have good stage chemistry with someone, even if you are not like someone, you're like, we're not at the same sexuality, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. this would never happen. There, but there is, the, the, what is that? That is such yeah. a thing where you're like, we really pop up here. This, <laughs> is, feel, this is feeling right. Like, what is this? I it's think a- like... That is a really um, a rare, beautiful. What is that? What, how do you describe stage chemistry? Agree. It's just like how do you describe love? It's like what? Why does this work? We don't. know. It's electrical. It's, it's electrical. electrical. <laughs> and then to paint with a broad brush, couple that with the fact that many a gay man sort of suck a dick to say hello. So it's like not. <laughs> it's truly not that uncommon to like. I have I have a number of friends that we've had some form of a sexual past, especially when right. you're getting to know each other, and you're sort of like, should we? And then is it this? Yeah. Is it this? And even when it's not this, sometimes you're like, I bet we still will in four years. You know? Like you just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You put it, the right record on. Yeah, you can, it can be a little fluid because it's that a, a two time sexual partner who I've become other things with is not that rare in my community uh-huh. or in my experience. Uh-huh. I would I would agree right. with that, yeah. Right, right. Have you guys ever had chemistry with someone on stage where mm-hmm. off stage nothing? Hmm. Oh. I think I think I have had people that I have chemistry with on stage. This would be the same with sexual partners. Chemistry with them that you and you don't necessarily like them as a person. Yeah. <laughs> but you're like <laughs> something and and same with sexual partners. You're like this is good, but I don't really want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> And I think especially in our shared past at Redacted Theater, there were lots of people yes. because that was so like teamwork to. oriented yeah. that you would find people where you're like, oh, we are weirdly worked together in this specific modality. But it's like, especially y'all remember the kind of people there. They weren't necessarily like the majority were Sane. us, <laughs> you know, so there was a lot of different points of view that we odd, would sometimes do brilliant, ducks. you know, red- redacted form of theater. But right, we, um, right. right. I wouldn't necessarily share a, an interest with them. You know, yeah, right. they wouldn't grab a coffee with them. No, because right. they would they would have conversations about all sorts of comic books I'd never heard of or whatever. Right. You know, like, right. like there was an element of that where I was like, we are we would never have really shared space if it weren't uh-huh. for us doing this thing. Okay, I feel you- like you are subtweeting Will Hines right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say though, one time I got pizza with Riley Solider, and I said I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> and he's a lovely person, but we yeah. have nothing in common. Oh, was like that we were was both part going of, to four hundred one together. That was part right, of our right. relationship history. I thought you want you went on a date with him. Can you imagine? He saw me at a you goddamn pizza place on the corner, and he's like, "Is that a date?" I was like, "Bitch, it better not be a date. If that's what I'm doing for a date, I have a problem." Uh, a pizza place in broad daylight, <laughs> sun screaming <laughs> from the sky. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, it was very, but yeah, it's true. It's like where I'm like, oh yeah, we like, I think you're very funny and I like what you do. But when you're not in that context, you don't engage in that way. It's interesting because like I I think your personalities, you're both like are, you're giving us dynamism. You're giving us energy. (laughs) You're giving us a POV. And And you're so subtle and understated, Naomi, I find, you know, (laughs) yeah, very subtle. Um, I, yeah, I agree with that. I also look back at that chapter of my life when we met and when we all were doing stuff in that space. And I think I was figuring out a lot of my stage present and comedic persona. So some of it was like, as years went on, I was like, oh, I'm not the girl who does that anymore. You know, mm-hmm. like what's, what's that? that? Yeah. What's that? What was some of it? Um, 
I don't know, like, as I figured out more what, like, my voice was, I was like, oh, I just want to do that, not be in the space where I'm much more sort of adaptive and teamworky. And, you know, you find, like, oh, I still want to work together with people, but it's like, that's why it's like Aaron and I are like, oh, no, we want to make shit together. I don't necessarily need to be just, like, put together by the powers that be in, in pursuit of this certain art form, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean the art form that Del Close invented? <laughs> yeah. Invented <laughs> single-handedly. <laughs> that the for brought to New York. Yeah. Or the redacted for. The redacted yeah, for. What <laughs> the redacted redacted. You're going to bleep that out. Please exactly. bleep that. Yeah. Please, we don't want to say it. Um but now are do you guys ever do you guys ever fight between the two of you because again, you do work together so much but at the same time you both seem to me like the only phrase I use is good time guy, which I think mm-hmm. sounds like weird, but <laughs> what I mean happy by Happy go is, lucky. Thank you. Happy go luckies. I think we both like to not be sad. <laughs> that's something we both yeah, share. I think and that's both, true. both aggressively pursue <laughs> not sadness. I'd like to co-sign uh, that. He, he so, speaks for me. My sister speaks for me. And I think we do we do fight. I think we use I think we fight. argue more than fight even. Yes, right? and we and we have fun arguing. Like we're doing yeah. it for fun. And then I think but I think we used to fight some, not like bad fights, but we've gotten better. You know, you uh, this partnership is now old and we've learned how to like healthier how, communicate in a more healthy way. And I, so I think sometimes even when you disagree with someone or something that used to maybe would hurt your feelings or something and no longer hurts my feelings because we've talked it out, you know, but I think I, that's that, true. And so I think I we, think- we fight like uh, argue for fun, but I think we, and sometimes we disagree about things creatively and, but that is never heated that we just like hash out. But I, so I don't, I don't think we like, fight per se but no, i'm not, I think we, I'm not I really th- a big fighter with any anybody yeah no and we had to realize at some point that sometimes our communication style can sound to an outsider like we're arguing and yeah. people will be like y'all are really arguing over that we're like oh no this is sport we're just like sort of screaming about a drag queen for or fun. whatever yeah <laughs> you know or whatever and so i do think there's an element of that sometimes where it's like inside of it we're like no we're go- we're batting the ball around we're goofing right. Right, goofing. <laughs> but I feel like there's always. I would be shocked if anybody works together and you don't occasionally have like. If you don't have a disagreement, I feel like you're not because some of that is just like figuring it out. Like it's not always that it's like I think it's one and I think it's zero. It's just like you're not at the same. It's like neither of us know what the thing is, and so you're trying to like talk out how to make the moment work or the line work or whatever. And so you have to yeah. like attack it from different angles, and then usually you don't end up in the middle necessarily. You like end then, up somewhere else. And then I think non-professionally we don't really fight that much, right? Or, you know, like we don't right. really. Yeah, do that. That, <laughs> does that carry into your personal lives? What yeah, I think I think personally we, I don't think yeah we're just like good very good friends. So yeah, no, think... but I mean like your personal oh. lives with like boyfriends and and oh yeah, no. married Aaron. I'm married. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I thought, okay. and I'm not, and we don't really fight. Of course, we fight. Everybody fights, but we don't really. We uh, we're not big fighters. We have, have of course had fights, but that right, neither right. of us really enjoys that um aspect of being <laughs> that, same is true for blake and i i'm i'm rather conflict avoidant for the most part yeah I, really? well, that's what i was that's the thing yeah. i was gonna ask is it that you're you're getting along so well or is it that everyone's avoiding conflict i think, I think it's both yeah, honestly <laughs> Yeah, I think it's yeah, mostly yeah. healthy, but sometimes it's like we should probably hash this out, but neither of us wants to. <laughs> so yeah, just, but but it's all yeah. context too. I understand because like I I'm like I don't mind being direct with people sometimes, yeah. like especially people I don't know sometimes, and it can feel like conflictual. It's like no, no, I'm just telling you stop, you know, or whatever. But honestly, with a relationship that matters more to me, sometimes I'm like I'd rather just sort of you know 
figure that like I can do the work on my own and see and if it doesn't go away I can come back and be like we got to talk this out but in the moment sometimes I'm like my instinct is not to fight my instinct is to be like huh let me let me process these feelings on my own and then bring them to you if I need to otherwise you'd just be like scrapping over shit sometimes that you're like wait why am I fighting I don't care actually yeah. <laughs> and I and I always hate that feeling when I'm in a fight that I don't want to be in I'm like oh god like, I guess I, I almost always fight with Michael my husband it's like when we're hungry Mm. And then you like then you eat a sandwich and you're like, oh, I don't care about anything I said. <laughs> yeah. Like, sorry, yeah. <laughs> I was hungry. Yeah, very early on, I remember Naomi. We were like going to brunch once, and you were so hungry, you were like losing your mind. Yeah, sure. And I started to bring, or I said you should bring food, or I started yes. to bring. I started to bring like a granola bar with us. Oh yeah, yeah. an emergency snack. Yeah, but he doesn't understand that. Like, I don't want little snacks. I'm not a squirrel. <laughs> you what I want are meals. Yeah, I want meals. A hot meal. So I, I started like bringing, sweet. you know, that those things in rich people where they pull off the top of a metal tray and there's yeah, like a turkey yeah, yeah. bag underneath. I started bringing those along. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what's yeah, the name of that? How do I say that in a, no- what in is a normal the name of way? That? Like a serving dish or something. Yeah, just rich people that? serving dish. Yeah, a Bridgerton yeah. serving dish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now, who came first? Your boyfriends or you guys, like in terms of the friendships, right? Like were you, because like, I don't know, because I feel like I've known you as long as, or known of you, like, Y'all been friends, what, 10 years at least? Yeah. Yeah. Something like right? that. For um, me, I, Aaron came first, but yeah, go ahead. And yes. then I was, I've been with my boyfriend since, uh, since college. Oh, you have? Wait, yeah, you yeah, and yeah. Michael went to college together? We did. Where was that? It's called the Boston Conservatory. <gasps> Conservatory! Small, small arts program, yes. Wow. Okay. 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 This is all <laughs> and I, together. I met Blake like maybe a year or t- probably two years after Aaron because I I've, like two, I've, yeah. I've dated Blake like eight years. But I remember upon meeting him, Aaron knew him not well, but had met him. And that was like a plus when you're, you know, when you're meeting a stranger, like, oh, he knows my bestie. You know, that was like a, it, it's a hurdle that you get. Yeah. 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 It bumps you yeah. up the queue. <laughs> bumps you up the queue. Yeah. That is that is wild though because really it, you guys are in a relationship with each other and you have your primary partners. It's a real thruple. It's very wor- it's very work wife, um, real very wife. Work wife. <laughs> because also even socially, I think like obviously we work together and we have a relationship together, but even socially we're like sort of in every corner where it's like our couples yeah. are sort of best couple friends. It's mm-hmm. like we run with the same comedy posse. There's like lots of different little collections that I'm like it's me and Aaron and then some other people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god so you guys talk every single day is what i'm getting yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i guess we really do we have this to be seems... intentional sometimes about creating space like there's yeah yeah we, yeah well like, we I'm were just saying and someone will be like i don't think i want to and it'll be like yeah let's keep it that way actually we've seen each other every day for three and weeks we were just trying. we were just working and it was like a, a shoot and there, you know there was covid so we really saw no one except each other and we lived in the same hotel and it'd be like so we'd work together all day and then we were each other's only social lifeline because we couldn't catch covid and that is and that was months and then when we came back to New York it's like let's take a just let's take four days off to not see each other and like oh and what are you doing this weekend then we'll see you know it's like yeah. we need maybe a little and even then it's hard because there's so many things we want to do together so it's yeah, less yeah, yeah. we're like hey let's not see each other till Monday and it's more when someone's like I'm doing this and you're like oh that's great I'm actually doing something different yeah that's cool, right? perfect we don't have perfect. the same plan 
<laughs> That's wow. amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you two yeah. and Megan the Stallion getting roots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we hung out with her, of course, every yeah. single second. Every day, right? That's she was right. begging to hang out with us. But wait, okay, this is the thing. This we all seen. What's our go on, Josh? No, I just wanted to say quickly, we did love her. I had a great time working with yeah, her. But she was people, so cool. She was the fucking best and a dream to work with and fun and like kicked it between takes and was very lovely and funny. But then people afterwards have been like, so are y'all besties? Are you like texting Megan the Stallion? And I'm like, you don't give <laughs> no. Megan the Stallion your number. I don't think you understand <laughs> Megan the Stallion. Like you don't go like, I, I'm content to have had that week and then go. You know, you go back to being Megan the Stallion now. Yeah, that that is like I, I don't need to be sliding in your DMs like, "Hey, girl, what's up?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. would feel insane. Want to grab a tea? And she's like, "No, no." <laughs> nor should in- she say yes. Nor should she have to endure being asked that. By yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, "Sorry, I'm in Tokyo being an international yeah. star." Yeah, it's like, and like only oh, for God. the morning because I have a booking in Berlin yeah. for lunch, and I'll go for dinner. Like she is. Different, different kind of person. Oh, this is the thing, though. This all seems healthy in a way that I don't, I don't. um, You don't buy it. (laughs) I don't. I wasn't going to say that. Maybe, maybe Naomi. But I like, seems atypical for redacted comedy theater. Yeah, that's true. It is, it is weird to me when I think about it, that that is how we met. Although I have so many dear friends from redacted comedy theater. It's like, wait, that like, that feels like such a different chapter. And then because I've changed so much as a person as we, as have we all, that it's like, I I would never be somebody recently, like I've made a new friend and they found out I did comedy and they're like, would you want to see an improv show together? And I was like, oh, oh, let me tell you, I will never, ever watch an improv show ever again. (laughs) But it's like, but it's so nice to meet you. (laughs) Like, I'd love to do something else. But um, it's just, so it's like, that is so weird to think about. Like, that's where this came from. Well, and it does all feel so random too, because that's not just about Aaron and I. I think about this with like, college friends or people you may at different right, right, chapters right. that sometimes you like naturally grow apart and then sometimes you naturally grow together and sometimes without either of you trying you're sort of like on the same track that's mm-hmm. fair and i'd be like we have both changed but it's like mostly been either right. similar or just compatible and that's uh. not that's like within your control to some degree because just like our lives are so enmeshed that of course we sort of have to grow together even if we're not consciously choosing to but i do think yeah. sometimes it's just like that's random that's like you know, that's Ouija yeah. board. You're like, who's moving it? Who's moving it? <laughs> who's you know? moving it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, but is it like, are you guys in therapy, meds? What is like <laughs> making? <laughs> yeah, you're what both is... so like even keeled. Or, you know, it could be I'm, the third thing. I'm... Did your t- parents tell you you were enough at a very early age? <laughs> I'm not in therapy, but I actually really want to be. And I'm, I'm, I'm working on taking steps toward that. And then I'm not on meds. But I, um, yeah, I, yeah, I think I had... Uh, kind parents and I think I have a um too um too high self esteem <laughs> I like me yeah <laughs> that's not too high wait what's that like I don't I, understand I also like me <laughs> okay. and this is something else I think we share mm. that we both like us <laughs> he hedonists 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 although I do do therapy and I love therapy but yeah know. yeah yeah, but you've always liked yourself. Basically. And yeah, even I mean, when of I course don't... You hate, yeah, yeah, of course you hate yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously. 
sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Um, yeah, sometimes. And sometimes those sometimes are, you know, decades long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I run, sometimes I hide. Sometimes I'm scared <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Um, Wait, before do y'all do actual couples therapy? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah it's we've great. Been seeing our guy, he's in New York. You know, we've been seeing him ever since. And so, you know, we were doing that Skype before everyone else was doing therapy on oh, Zoom. Oh, there yes. you go. I really found I liked it. Skype life. Because my guy's in New York, but of course in pandemic we became Zoom. And I even still sometimes am like, let's just do Zoom. Because I, I need therapy to be something that I have no barriers to entry. Like if the commute is yeah. bad, then I get there and I'm like, ugh. Whereas if I can just like click and we're in, then I'm like, let's go, girl. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I feel too. <laughs> my therapist, when I lived in New York, my therapist was uh, right off West 4th. And I would give myself exactly 20 minutes to go from Harlem to West Forth. <laughs> you know, you got to catch that A train. <laughs> He's yeah. got to catch that <laughs> If I don't get, if I do not get the express at 125th, I'm going to be late. He would always do that. I'm like, why don't you make it 30? Why don't you throw that extra 10? 38 bad? <laughs> 38 bad. No. Now, okay. Now, you know, I think we've gotten a lot about this relationship. Two people who like <laughs> sure, themselves, which I think is going to be a fresh thing for the listeners <laughs> to hear that kind of just like POV. Ha- yes. And- wait, are you going to ask a question? I want one last no, question. because we've got to answer people's questions. One last question. One last question. One last question. Is Andy not a people? Andy is, is a Andy people. not a people? So let's get to the people's questions. Thank you. And one Thank of the people you. is Andy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I am a socialist, so we are all the people. Yep. Yes. Solidarity. <laughs> anyway, a question about comedy. <laughs> <laughs> you do those star and third beats no it is you have you okay so you like yourselves how do you maintain that self-love through oh the sick business well not just the sick business but through as life goes on as the slow dystopia descends upon us Mm -hmm. i have been finding it very difficult to summon up the like because i i think i do i i mean i was joking i think but i do think i do like myself on some level yes <laughs> that's Whatever good that level is. I, I believe you i definitely believe you there is like do you know what it is like that that like the like of myself is like a windshield and the self-loathing is like the splattered bugs and stuff and so every mm-hmm. once in a while i just got to whether it's therapy or just like listen to some music that I like or something, I, you know, spray the windshield wiper fluid on and the windshield wipers. This you know, was beautiful. This is a long muddy walk. <laughs> they, they, it washes off the self-loathing. How do you, how are each of you, how do you maintain your self-love throughout this life? Mm. I do. Oh, go, go, go ahead, Josh. No, no, no. You go. You go. I like. Uh, I do. I have a lot. I'm blessed to have a lot of friends, and I do really like friends. Friends, may, if I'm feeling bad, like like you know, like really bad, like I'm dumb, I'm an idiot, mm-hmm. and then I go out and hang out with a friend. I, it like can really go away like that. And then sometimes when the friend leaves, I'm sad again. But but then you're at least you have the perspective of like, oh, this is you know, like you do have people that love you and that you love, and that you know, like I I friends really do help. I think a lot. I I like. People. I also hate people, but I like people. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I like particular people. <laughs> uh, so maybe that I, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's very that's very helpful to me to have a, mm-hmm. a lot a big group of people that I like. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. J- Joshua, I, I feel um, 
I feel philosophically, I'm a very optimistic nihilist. So I really yes, do not think same. anything matters or means anything, and, right. truly. And, and you can't always remember that. Like, there's moments where you get fooled, but that is like the well I draw upon and the firmament of my being. But it really has spun me in an optimistic direction and not very pessimistic because I just think, one, it feels like you have a lot of license to do what you want. And two, I just think, yeah, insignificance is very liberating. But that there's still <laughs> like things that can matter to you Mm-hmm. Like friendships, like, you know, joy and positivity and work and whatever. And so you can put yourself into those things and derive pleasure from them. Because that's very hedonist to be like, nothing matters other than the the electrical impulses I'm getting from my brain to my body. So <laughs> if I can do yeah. shit that makes me happy and makes other people happy. And the, like da- the danger, that's why being an optimist is a nice combo with nihilist. Because I feel the same way. I, 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 but um, the danger of that is being like cynical and becoming detached. Where there are yeah. times you're like, I got to go carry a sign I gotta go protest you know like you can't just be like none of this matter you know like I'm above it all like you do have to like be an engaged member of um society but I also agree I re- like well I- I'm not trying to be like this is not self-complimentary but when everyone was like realizing the government is bad I was like didn't you know that like always like I- 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 you do you always know Truly. it was fake and bad like what do you mean you're like this is b- Trump and all this is bad it's like yeah but it's ba- it was bad the whole time before during well, now like it's yeah. always been oh bad what are you God. talking they're all bad every I mean, politician is a bad person 2020 what did I call the civil rights <laughs> remix I yeah. die people just being like I call did it the you- summer of white psychosis <laughs> yes there was a lot of white psychosis. There was a lot of white psychosis going on. Some of it pointed in a beautiful direction, and yeah. some of it sort of scattershot everywhere. <laughs> it was just like, where have you been? Like, right, what have you been right. up to? Yeah, there was no, there was no period in our life. No, no matter how old you are, whether you're yeah. a Zoomer, a millennial, or Gen X, you had <laughs> the a president that was a fucking psycho. Yeah, there was always course. a president that was a fucking psycho. And even right. the good ones that we think are, you know, fucking, fucking mom and kids, killing kids. It's like, they're right. also bad. Like, it's not like, oh, he was great. It's like, yeah, no, yeah. he was also bad. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just uh, wild to... Uh, yeah, every president has put a check mark on some piece of paper that yeah. has turned into a drone bomb. There's every every Andy, every you president. You get the mechanisms of government for sure. That's definitely how it works. They have to check, check yes or no. Yep. Like they're sliding up. Note to their middle school crush. <laughs> exactly it. I was imagining like a Scantron, like an SAT, like filling uh-huh. the bubbles, you know, with the number two pencil. <laughs> no, no, it's a mash note. There's definitely a mash note. Where yeah, it's like, yeah, Do you yeah. want to drone bomb this wedding? Do you want to drone bomb a house, an apartment? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> a shack. Well, yeah. Definitely not a mansion. Exactly. Yeah. No, no, no. Keep them around. Oh, my gosh. Okay, now we got to go to break because people need this. All right. People All right. Break. We'll be right back with Jess Sharpenier Jackson. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Dear listeners, Andy here doing the ad read again. And today we're talking about me undies. 
As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I had always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends, it is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out. But the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but for comparison, me undies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers, and the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. Me undies got style for everyone, from all black classics to fun expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I gotta point this out, there is a particular technology that the folks at Me Undies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral, so I didn't want to have to say what this technology is, so I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable, and it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got in the new t-shirt shop. Two Caucasians who love themselves. Two, Can you believe? Self-proclaimed Rare. hedonists. Rare. Rare. When you say Rare. hedonist, do you really mean that? Like, like you're constantly seeking pleasure? Well, they're sexual. They're having sexual partners. Any pleasure. Jelly beans, whatever. <laughs> Jelly beans. Yeah. To a degree, but I do think there's like, I don't think hedonist means like, um, 
I think you can be thinking about the things that feel good to you and your body, and it doesn't always mean, you know, like, yeah, yeah, french yeah. fries. Sometimes I like to exercise, you know what I mean? Like, I think yeah, there's yeah. aspects of that where you're just, like, in touch with what brings you joy, rather than, I think sometimes we think he gets, it just means bacchanalia. Yeah, 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 that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay, okay, well. That's what I think. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning so much. <laughs> This is huge. <laughs> Our two maybe most mentally healthy guests we've had. Uh, I know. Yeah. You don't want to get inside See, I, that. Uh, yeah, I don't think <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all perspective. Oh, it's a bad brain. I, I just like <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. I have no choice but to be in it. So I go, all right, this is the fucking one. This is the ride. Strap I have in. no choice but to stand this brain. <laughs> all right, folks. We get questions from our listeners through... Uh, Many means. Yes. Twitter, Instagram, Gmail. This first one is a voicemail. Oh, wow. We love it. All I right. love the voicemails the most because I can hear where you're at emotionally. So please yeah. call us at 323-524-7839. I mean it. You have a three-minute limit. Here we go. <laughs> hey, Naomi and Andy and guests. Okay. Love the show. Okay. Really quickly because we only got three minutes, right? Anyway, so my name is Serena and I have this friend of mine. We'll just call her Brina. And she was dating this guy um, for about a year. And during the ending moments of before the breakup, she recently found out that it was possible he was seeing his ex or his baby mama. And also, while his phone went off, she somehow achieved a way to get into his messages. Yes, dishonest, I know. But then she also found found um, his journal and with his messages Uh and his journal found out that he wasn't attractive to her. So she was in disbelief, still dated him for a long period of time. And she does these things like she'll cook his food. She'll go over to his house. It's almost like it's a one-sided relationship when it comes to doing things for the person, but he doesn't do things back. And so I told her um, she needed to be with somebody who also gave as much as received, but she still was hopeful that maybe he would change in the aspect that he didn't um, find her attractive. And she said throughout the time that they dated, they barely had sex. Um, So my question is, is that... Um, she finally broke it off with him, but then she decides maybe within a month after breaking it off to remain friends and stay, stay friends. And now they're hanging back out again, but she's like one of those type of people that when you hang out, when she hangs out with them, she only hangs out with that person. She just disassociates herself with everybody else. So I'd seen her and I said, I think you're fooling yourself because it appears that you're just trying to change him. So do you have any advice that I could give her as far as this guy? Because there's a lot of hearsay, like, you know, he's probably gay and he's just using her as a disguise. What? That's the reason why he was dating her because he would actually be with another man. He was more like a down low type guy. His family would disown him if they found out he was gay. Um, he's never really wanted a serious relationship. He kind of utilizes women um, to have sex if, and then has no emotional attachment to him. 
Um, what else could I information? I know he go, goes to AA, <laughs> so I don't know if he has some. Oh, three minutes. She hit the limit. Three minutes the limit. I should really listen to these past the first. I felt all three minutes of that. That was hard. That's hard. I should have listened to these past the first, like, four seconds. No, I don't think you should. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. Well, you know. There's a lot there. I'm going to ignore the last 30 seconds of hearsay because it's like, I don't know what that is, Serena. You're saying it's hearsay, so I ain't even going to count that. I'm not Mm. counting the hearsay. Hearsay doesn't count in a court of law, and it does not count on couples therapy. Exactly. If she had achieved um, finding (laughs) out he was gay through the messages, I was obsessed with achieved. She achieved access to his messages. I was like, you mean she broke into his phone? She achieved. I love that. I'm going to say achieved for whenever I do something that I should do. I achieved access to the ice cream. You mean you walked over to the freezer and you yeah, opened it up? I yes. dug up in there. I dug in the back and I cheated access. <laughs> Do we have that's this? really un- unrequited love is really tough. That's really hard. Let's, yeah, this sounds see. like a bad it's situation, and, and and unfortunately sounds like a friend who's not able to make it better for themselves because there's some things too that she's doing there. It's like you need to not do that, and also the situation seems bad. Well, like, okay, here's a question. Have you had friends who have been in not good relationships or with somebody where you're like, I know that person's trash, like just from the past, yes. you know what I mean? And like, are you the kind of people who will step in and say something? Or are you like, let go and let God, they'll get there. I, I tend to let go and let God, but then when they come and ask for advice, I sort of, I'm like, I try to be honest and be like, I don't think. I don't think you guys are whatever, but then they stay together of uh, many. I agree. Cause I, <laughs> and you're I, like, this, you know how I feel, but... <laughs> you can't tell a person something they don't want to hear. And so oftentimes I'm like, I have to be like, well, I'm trusting there's something here I'm not seeing or some joy you're getting. But, but then it sometimes yeah. creates a thing where you're like, I'm going to now choose to not see you as much. And then yeah, if yeah, you yeah. confront me about it, I'll explain. But and yeah. I, yeah. The one thing she said about her being the type of person that gets in a relationship and then... Uh, I have a lot of friends. That is so common where it's like... When cut they off everyone else. Cut, and you're like, that doesn't seem good. Uh, of course, yeah. in, the, in the beginning of a relationship, it's very lovey. It's very, you know, you're obsessed with them. But then once <laughs> that initial shine wears off, it's like, you gotta have friends. You can't, talk, you can't lay everything on this person. I think we gotta point a mirror at the friend, honestly. I mean, the band sounds awful, but it's sort of like, this seems like a person who needs therapy and etc. Because there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, oh no. Like that, where it's like, you, those, these are unhealthy practices for you, regardless of what's going on with this partner. Well, this is what I was going to say. I'm like, none of this is your business. And when you say, what should I say to her? No, no, no. Like, it's your friend. And I think the same thing what you're saying, Aaron. Like, if she comes to you and is like, I'm so sad and why is is he treating me this way? Then I think you say it. But I also think you kind of tell somebody something twice and then let it go. Exactly. Like, I still think that's what it is. Like, because maybe the first time, like, sometimes, you know, you can be too down, right? They can be too low to really hear you. And then maybe they come back and then you say it again. But then if they still go about their business, you just got to be like, all right, bye. Like, I cannot yeah, truly. The only time you re- watch you, this. You only step in when someone is in danger. You know, if yeah. you're like, I got you got it. We got to pull you out of here. Because again, there's most times they're not in danger. They're just in a bad relationship. We can't. <laughs> I can't know the full scope, of course, from a three minute call. But it's like there's so many things where I'm like, like when someone snoops and finds something they don't like, I'm like, well, who's that on? Really? Like, like mm-hmm. you chose yep. to step in this. So it's like you knew you might find shit you don't like. And so then it's on 
on you to do something with it. If you're like, yeah. I went snooping and saw stuff, it's like, yikes. Yeah. And, I achieved and I finding scruff on his phone. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like, well, it sounds like somebody was looking. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And, and even like, I, this is clearly not true in this case, but relationships don't have to be even like the point is you find what works for you and sometimes one person right. gives a little more you know like it's like sometimes we're excess obsessed with just like 50 50 equitability and i don't know that that's always what makes a relationship work this does right. not sound like what it's happening there but it's right. like you she could have a relationship where she gives more than he does if that's... some people are nurturers so exactly like to be yes, nurtured yes, yes. I, i'm not gonna from fault the a relationship look. for that exactly i'm not gonna say that's categorically bad but this one does sound categorically bad <laughs> there's like uh <laughs> gardeners gardeners and, and flowers flowers yeah it's like a you know one of those aphorisms about like what a relationship you know what happens in a relationship it's like i don't know about that i mean people at different moments look it's a dialectic right (laughs) different moments are the are the flowers and people at different moments are the gardeners i completely agree right sometimes you're the trowel I think sometimes you're nothing but a trowel. And I think uh, um, dynamics should shift, like, who has the power. Do you know what, like, some, or the status. Right? Sometimes it's like, I'm high status in this moment. Uh-oh, and then now, uh-oh redacted. That's redacted. Redacted. Oh, is that redacted? That's a, yeah. I mean, this is a redacted theater 101 exercise. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, no. This, draw, I, draw a card if you're ace, you're high. That's not. <laughs> that is not what I was referring. And I, unfortunately, I taught that, and that is not. What, I just made different moment like status shifts, and that can be healthy. It does like yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Sometimes have yeah, 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 yeah. Power. No, totally. I think it's like with your friend. Yeah, it's like your what? What can you say? As Josh said, it's like you can't tell nobody nothing that they don't want to hear. Yeah, that's and true. you know, you know, I think at best too. You know, when it also comes to telling somebody something, the thing I've learned or the language I I think is more effective, I found in my experience, is less, he is terrible and you need to walk yes. away. No, yeah. It is much better to me to be like, I hate seeing you like this because well, I think yeah. you are yeah. lovely and Classic therapist sucks. advice. Center it on yourself and your own experience so a person doesn't feel attacked. Where you're like, from where I'm sitting, I feel like this and I it makes me feel that and then they can do with it what yes. they will yes and then also you're not on the record right because as you said Aaron like the thing is because the reason why I say this is because I'll tell yes. you somebody trash and then you with them for five years and now it's like yes. you know what I mean like now we're never really friends again because you know that I think they trash yes. so now I don't say that on the record now I just say it hurts and that to way see you, this you never way. know yeah yeah <clears throat> it hurts to see this way I don't like how you are feeling right now Yes, yes. Yeah. And you seem to often be feeling it when you're around Especially this person. around him, yeah. Right. <laughs> and, I, and again, I do think if this friend doesn't have a therapist, you should be like, maybe you should think about that. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely feels like there's shit for homegirl to unpack. Definitely, mm. definitely. Naomi, who have you, name names, who have you said that to recently? Recently, nobody, because I don't yeah, really get in people's business no more. Yeah. But um, yeah, not recently, but definitely I think in my 20s, I did a lot of like, Ew, I don't like him. And then it was like, yeah, that's your man for the next five years. And now, yeah, at yeah. our age, at our age in this pandemic, I'm getting in nobody's business. Hello, exactly. Hello, Can you keep this person. You better social distance, butterfly. That's <laughs> yes, <laughs> my favorite. Aaron and I still say that to each other. You better social, social distance, distance butterfly. butterfly. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt, guys. Uh, yeah. When when you're making, do you have a, a cut of the merch for fucking identical twins? You know, put that on I, a. 
I doubt it. I, 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 I bet the you answer didn't have is it. no. You can't have it for they birch. Wait, you said that? <laughs> yes, in my video about yes. Trader Joe's and how everybody's working my nerves. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't watch she it. She was out on your porch or whatever and a yeah, butterfly like flew best. by. Yes. Oh, I didn't watch that. You better social love, distance butterfly. I love in my video about Trader Joe's working my nerve as if that isn't a full three season series. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. one video. I, I think I'm getting <laughs> updates every month on that journey. <laughs> Uh, I know. But seriously, do you have a cut of the merch? I, I, d- I would doubt it. I would doubt it, but you're going to have to talk to Melissa Fox, at tur- you have to talk entertainment to attorney. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here's the next one. Okay. Give us a good, good. Give us something good. All right. This comes to us anonymous from Gmail. Okay. I love it. Anon. Hopefully Gmail. it'll be GC. Wait, they got anonymous at Gmail? No. It's the Hacker huge. Collective. The Hacker Collective Anonymous. <laughs> okay, yeah, great. Hey, Naomi, Andy, and esteemed guests. Mm. I'm having conflicting feelings about a friendship, and I'm hoping you guys can help. Okay. Last year, I moved back to my college town and reconnected with a friend I was close with at school. We've hung out a lot, and I love her, but it's getting hard to avoid how much I disagree with or feel uncomfortable with things she says and does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. I just want to say, we've hung out a lot and I love her, but it's hard to avoid how much I disagree with or feel uncomfortable with things she says. I, and says I don't and know that you does. love her. <laughs> she says and does. And does. Says and does. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like too much. Uh, She's a health coach, and I spent the last 10 months as her client. Mm -hmm. I learned so much and really appreciate everything I got from that experience, but her philosophy as a coach is very much centered on a white, cis, straight, female version of what she calls a, quote, feminist movement. It's like blander than pussy hat feminism with a side of anti-medicine toxic positivity. As a queer person with mental health issues that can't be cured by sunshine, her whole deal as a coach makes me uncomfy. I always just try to avoid talking about her business when we hang out, but it seems almost unavoidable now. Mm -hmm. I tried to have a conversation about her constant Insta posts that I felt were anti-medicine toxic positivity, but she dismissed me, so I quietly unfollowed her and have been praying she doesn't notice. Okay. You should have muted her, but we'll mute. Go back and mute. Yeah. <laughs> you got to mute. Yeah, you got to mute. Well, now it's too late. It's then too late. Now you, say, you. you can feel. I can't believe it. I have some followed you. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, take that down. Scrolling. What the heck? That's a really good cover. I've used yeah, that one before. What the heck? Uh, holy simoleons. <laughs> Uh, I find myself making fun of her behind her back to my other friends whenever she says wild shit, which is now every time I see her. I really love her. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> and I know she loves and cares so deeply about me. I feel like if I cut her off, I'm punishing someone with good intentions for not being woke enough, but I don't feel like I'm genuinely being her friend as it is. Yeah. Thanks so much for hearing me out sincerely with an open heart and loose butt anonymous. Yeah. My mm. gut says this person doesn't sound like your friend. Like you it keep saying, like, exactly. I love this person. And here's all the reasons I don't love this person. Yeah. And I think, you it, can, I think you can allow yourself to not have this person as a friend and it's not going to be a punishment. People grow apart or you should just like speak directly on some of this stuff. But I don't know that this person needs to. Cause again, it sounds like, I, it sounds like family where, you know, yeah. where you're like, you do love them, but sometimes you, you don't like the things they say and do. <laughs> um, but the thing about the, this is not a blood relative. So you don't have to keep knowing them in the same way right. you have to keep knowing a blood. Relative. And I'm a little sus on them having been the like life coach for her for 10 months or whatever. Cause I'm like, Oh, are you have some sort of like, 
I don't know that this is a normal friendship. It feels like you still feel bound to her or like she's mm, coaching you. Financially or, you. or something. Yeah, I don't Guru know. vibes. Guru, Guru vibes. vibes. Guru Even vibes. Even if they're not working yeah. together anymore, I'm like, is some part of you still sort of like, I have to listen to this person and keep them in my life? Because what would it mean if I go, this person is bunk when I already paid for 10 months of life coaching from them? It's like, yeah. you can get what you got from that and still be like, now I believe them to be bunk. Bye-bye, right. boo-boo. Bunk. You know? Bye-bye, boo-boo, you bunk. Okay. That would be the answer to that. <laughs> Bye-bye, boo-boo, you bunk. <laughs> That's what you say. But I think, I agree. I think it's also, you know, especially because, again, we were laughing at this, at, at the at the letter, the language you use, because this is one of those examples of you already have your answer in your yeah, question. It's in, it's in the question. Yeah, and that's what I was laughing, because it's like, you saying you don't like what this person says or does, but then to me, <laughs> even more than that, where I really say, uh-uh, or you're talking does. about them... Or does, but it's you're so talking good. about them behind their back. Yeah, yeah. that's when it's like... You ain't no friend of nobody. Yeah. yeah that, that ain't your that, friend. Yeah. Yep. You're having... You know them, and you li- and it's funny to shit talk them, but that's not what you do It's true. To it. I, I only shit talk my friends behind their back with the same shit I would say to their face. Exactly. If they were there, I'd be like, and then I'd put right at it. Put it's it like, right I at might them. say it slightly differently, but not really. I'd probably be like, your dumb ass last night was, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's how I feel about it. It's like, and you don't, hold on, will you open it up again? Because there was something else that I was like, wait a minute. It's hard. Because you, it's, you, you just don't want to break up with this person, but you have to a little bit. And that's that hard. You, well, I also wonder too, you know, because it's true um yeah it's hard like letting go of friendship but the other thing i realized moving back to your college town yes 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 yes. see i'm wondering how small that is and maybe this feeling of we gotta be around each other and it's like and and the coaching thing there's too many where i'm like maybe this situation is you know extenuating circumstances that have led you to this right yeah right i mean there are college friends that i have where i would like get lunch with them but i don't know if we would be bosom pals in this I also I definitely lives. have friends that I think are real friends but they're small dose friends and if yeah. I do hang out with them in big doses I am gonna start talking shit about them because they drive me fucking crazy but it's like I think maybe this might be a small dose friend if you yeah, really want to keep it going term. that is a great term a small <laughs> dose friend that is real that is real Completely. I think we need to add that to the we need to add that to our dictionary and that, that's not a negative that's a positive no, that's you making like, this, this is how we this is how we have a good time if yes. I see you yes. three times a week I'm gonna kill myself I think I'm a small dose friend i was gonna say that about myself too (laughs) and that's why you found each other (laughs) (laughs) i think i'm a small dose person and i try to just do people the you know i give them the respect of really not pushing myself on them (laughs) i really try to give you whenever you're around you know because i'm a person who needs lots of small dose friends so when someone is (laughs) it wants to be that it's like great you know I love a, I love a lot of small dose friends. I mean, yeah. it's I, I, I'm full of like Jewish anxiety. That's not you don't want a full <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. dose of that. Yeah, like Noam Chomsky quotes. Yeah, yeah it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like one lunch a month. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. That's how I feel too. I mean, like, because Aaron, wasn't there one time I saw you on the train going uptown, and it was like this, people this was the most elegant thing that has ever happened in the history of the world. And Naomi and I got on the train. We saw each other. It's a long train ride, yeah. and Naomi goes. Would you rather talk or put in your headphones and like disconnect? And I was so fucking tired from work or whatever, whatever (laughs) it was. And I was like, in all honesty, I would rather disconnect. And she's like, do it. And we sat three seats away for a (laughs) 40 minute train ride, said not a word to each other. And to me, that was 
powerful. I thought That's it was elegant. That's friendship. Chic, and I thought it was friendship. It was like, I can sit this near you. I like you, but I am, I'm not in the space. It's like that thing. Aaron and I have talked before when people are like, oh my God, I saw this old couple at a restaurant and they were just both sitting there reading books and not talking to each other. Isn't that so sad? It's like, fucking no. That's yeah. actually hot. Yeah. That's actually incredible. What a beautiful, healthy relationship. I'm horny. They're like, hey, you go- <laughs> yeah. You want to go out, have a beautiful dinner, read our book, maybe occasionally say, oh, by the way, I wanted to tell you about blank. You know, it's, <laughs> it's lovely. Yes. Lovely. I know. I know. Did we do that? It was like, me and Andy, it was like our anniversary, like 12 year anniversary. We go to yeah. dinner, honey. I mean, I have been working all day. You were on your phone at one point. I'm showing you a dodo video. Like, and, and I was like, what would I thought? Oh, wow. These people looking at baby, like, what's wrong with this couple? And it's like, honey, we're stronger than ever. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, so well, it's like lucky. every yeah. like when you're with someone for like over a decade, every interaction is supposed to be meaningful right. and like you know crackling. Like you're watching crackling. like a hot indie film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that yeah. meaning fucking flying into your face <laughs> every fucking second. No. Yeah. No. Can't have all yeah. that meaning. No, it no. can't. Every every you know what? Life <laughs> is like Candy Crush, Candy Crush, Candy Crush, and then, you know, Descartes is like... <laughs> this is that's optimistic nihilism. You're doing that's optimistic beautiful. nihilism right that's now. beautiful. Everything's Candy Crush and every now and then Descartes. Come on, girl. Nothing matters and I'm happy about it. It's just the rhythm... That's true. The rhythm cannot be just meaningful no, no, at every you moment. I know. You well, you also just have to be like... I think it's also too, like... Because especially that subway thing, because you know, I grew up in New York. So right, it's like, right. one of those things where I'm like, honey, yeah. we don't need to, we don't owe each other anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's no greater blessing than to tell someone you owe me nothing. That is the <laughs> ultimate gift. You owe me nothing? How freaking. I just thought it was so chic. Like, you know, because you'll run into someone that you really do like. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah, totally. in the mood to talk. And then you're like, oh my God, we're going to the same station. This is an hour-long train ride. I don't want to talk to anyone. Like my own mother, I would be like, shut up. And then, so yeah, that can be really bad. And then you just had a chit-chat. I mean, you guys, we were on the local and I'm I'm sure it was a 23rd Street to like 145th. Exactly. So it was a real, we were on a journey. It just felt like, especially like late night where you're just like, I've been doing this all day. And it's like, I clock you, I love you, I see you. Love Take that. care of yourself. Aaron told Take me care. that, and I, I put it in my repertoire. I do that. Yeah. And it's yeah. from Naomi. Or, yeah. or I'll offer it. I'll have like one minute of polite conversation. I'll either offer it or I'll tell. I'll be like, and now, if you don't mind, I need to just go and not think for a second. Yeah. People yeah. are always yeah. like, for sure. That's I'm nice. I'm so I sorry. I had that. a crazy day. I yeah, hopped up. One minute of, hi, how are you? And then you go, yeah. and with this, I'm going to yeah. leave you. Yeah. Sometimes, what I, I saw someone Not yesterday. physically. But right. you know, emotionally, mentally, mentally, you know. emotionally. I ran into. I saw someone yesterday when I was walking the dog, and like I see it's him, but he doesn't see me, right? Like he's like kind of looking. To, Brendan Scannell, do you know him? Oh yeah, love yeah, yeah. him. Yeah, love him. Love him to death. But he was like talking to somebody, but I see him, but I was like, I don't know. And so then literally, like I pass him, and then I DM him on Instagram and go, just passed you on Franklin. Hi. <laughs> and it was like that's that's it. You know, you have acknowledged to see a neighbor. his existence. Yeah, like I didn't want to, like, because then you stop and then you have to, like, I don't know. And I don't like the negotiation. The negotiation, unless someone is your best friend, the negotiation, whether are we going to stop? How long is this yeah, going to yeah, yeah. be? I don't like those gray areas. Right. No. So Get out of here, gray areas, is what mm-hmm. I said. Mm-hmm. Keep it moving. Another fun, I think this is like uh, New York specific. If you're walking down the street, 
I, I one thing I like about this town is you, you can, everyone has been busy and late. So you can see someone you like and you just, hi, great to see you. And just keep going. Like, yep. you know, they want to stop and you're like, if you just blow past with confidence, they get, oh, they're running late. Yeah. But they're, yeah, yeah. oh, blah, blah, bye, great to see you, bye-bye. Like off, you know, you don't <laughs> even give them a chance. It's all communication. Like, or you can, you can say it. I had to realize I had to get better at that. Of like seeing yeah. someone and my brain's going like, I'm late, I can't talk, I'm late, I can't talk. And then I talk for a while and then say I'm anxious. It. And then they walk away and they're <laughs> yeah. like, what was up with him? And it's he like, sucks. So, <laughs> at the very beginning, you have to go, hey, just so you know, I'm so late. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. they go, great, get out of here. I only gave myself 20 minutes to get from (laughs) down to West Fork (laughs) for therapy. I'm sorry. I couldn't do it. I have one quick question. Do you guys think that you're, like, you know, when you say you're non-confrontational and, Mm -hmm. like, is that, do you think it's because of your Southern upbringing? I think there's, I think that's, like, the negative side of my non-confrontation. I was going to say, I had to unlearn some of that. Yeah, I think there are times where it's, like, where it's, like, just be nice. It's, like, yeah, but they... said something horrible you know what I mean it's like I should confront like that's bad you know like I think Uh and that's very southern like and I still have that I wish I could be braver sometimes in situations where you need to speak you know but I'm like oh god don't get in a fight you know I've had to learn that that you can be direct and and it and it doesn't matter it's like not about being polite and that that's actually polite you know to be like yeah 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 and right. yeah, That's sometimes it's like thing, calling right? out or sometimes it's true. I, again, like when randos come up to you sometimes, I'm like, it's lovely to meet you. I'm going to say goodbye for now. And you have to like <laughs> yeah, let yeah. them know like, you know, whatever. Or, or just night. like, or telling, st- it's very New York energy to be like, you're in the way. Could you move? <laughs> and that feels rude, but it's not. It's incredibly polite to be like, just so you know, you're in, ev- everyone hates you right now. And one foot to the right, everyone would love you. So I'm going to help you. And yeah, yeah. stand right there. You'd be you're a in a hero. Traffic flow. You'd be a hero. Um, wait, this is this is not um, at all the same thing, but a subway story. Yesterday on the train, I'm sitting by the doors in between the cars. Someone comes through the doors. I'm right there. He gets an inch away from my face. He says, hey, man, I'm going to kill myself. And I said, I'm so sorry. I don't have any money. And he goes, oh, shut up. And, <laughs> and I loved him. I loved him. I, I'm like, I, I take you to an ATM right now. <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to kill myself. I'm sorry. I don't have any money. Oh, shut up. <laughs> God, I miss off. New York. I miss New York God, so much. I love That's him. Amazing. <laughs> you're in New York energy. You know, I know you exist in LA now, but you're in New York energy. Thank you very oh, much. For you. And you haven't lost it, and I'm glad for you. I'm trying. I really. Some you're trying to lose it? it? No, no, I'm saying I'm trying to keep it, but I think like sometimes, but you know, people in LA are more delicate, so sometimes I yes, really have to yes. kind of tamp it down or else they get hurt. Like, because I think like anger is a New York City love language and like annoyance, yeah. yes, right? Like we're kind of all operating there. So you talk to people and you're like, oh my God, da, da, da. you know, and people are like, yes, this fucking sucked, I, and this was this, and that, yes. yeah, yeah. Whereas I think LA is very toxic positivity, and it's very yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no, good yes. vibes only. Yeah. And I'm like, get out of here. But again, it yeah. can be a tone thing. I think you, that's what I had to learn. It's like, oh, you can be so direct, and it's, if you say it in the right way, people yes. don't even register that you just true. told them, nice to meet you, please fuck off. Like, you can really <laughs> say that to a rando, and if you say it in the night right way, they go like, totally, and they yeah. walk away. Yeah. I think it's helped, though, too, in a way for me that I made my, um, I think my stand-up persona being, like, very a weary auntie. So I think oh, it, like, helps. Sure. Like, I literally saw some, some, I saw someone, like, you know, later in life, and she was like, no, me, I saw you in the morning walking your dog. But then I remembered you said in your half hour not to talk to you when you're swanging. So I didn't say anything. <laughs> That's and it really was like, good. Thank you. Like, I was like, beautiful. She yeah. got it. She knew. You've curated <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm the opposite. I think when I taught at Redacted Theater, 
I'm very like nice and bubbly. And I think that, and then people want to talk to me after class and I'm like, oh honey, I'm done. <laughs> I just talked to you for three hours. I'm not talking to you anymore. You know, but like, they're like, but you're so nice. It's like, yeah, you know, for money. <laughs> Oh, that's all. But of wait, us. did I heighten and explore enough? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to tell Oof. me. Do you guys have time for one quick one? Yeah, I have time for one quick one. All okay, right. it's got to be quick, Andy. Here we go. Hi, Andy and Naomi. Um, big fan of the show. I have a quick relationshipy question for you guys. Um, I started dating someone about seven months ago. We've said I love you. We're really into each other. We have so much in common. Um, he is like a very fit, active man, and I'm like Hot. really into his body. And I try to tell him that all the time. And my hang-up right now is he like drinks so much Diet Pepsi, so <laughs> much. Like we'll sit and during a viewing of a TV show, watch, drink like four cans. Just oh, it's lot. like his drink of choice. And he used to play rugby. They used to do the tobacco dip. And he's quit that, thank God, because dip is disgusting. And he knows that, and his replacement is soda. And it's like, okay, well, it's not as bad as dip, but I really care about this man, and I really don't know how to kindly say, I think that's gross. Um, I think soda is gross. So any advice would be welcome. Um, I don't want to hurt his feelings. I don't want to make him feel bad again his body is amazing so it's not like it's actively causing him to be overweight or anything that would be like hey maybe the soda is the reason but just i'm curious what your thoughts are other than that he's a really a wonderful partner maybe i just need to shut up and get over it he's a hot Uh, okay thanks love you bye i think again the answer's in the question where she's yeah. like, I'm worried he's doing this thing that's unhealthy. He's incredibly fit and hot. It's like, then it's maybe working for him. You know, like, yeah. everybody's got their vices. Also, Diet Pepsi is definitely better than fucking dip. When she's like, it's a little better, it's like, yeah. I'm from the oh, South. That a lot shit better. is fucking Or alcohol. Or, and this, is, this is a pretty harmless vice. Exactly. Diet Pepsi. Like, exactly. it could be, what could be, I mean, it could be so much worse yeah i think you should at least try to get over it like do what you can to get over it reframe it in your mind and if it really keeps bumping you through for a long time you can find a way to maybe tell him like it's maybe a put lot. one seltzer in there yeah maybe exactly three diet pepsis in one <laughs> like don't say no diet me. pepsi just be like sometimes i watch you drink four and i'm like yuck and then you know don't say it like that but like let him know like how it makes you feel but i don't yeah. think you should do yeah, that but really. also you sh- i think yeah i think you should get over it also I think because you, you just keep it. you told us three times his body's yeah. hot okay you must have a great body <laughs> you love him you just want to yeah, be you, on him or you love his abs but you know <laughs> but again, that's, he's great it's like that's the only babe. concern here really i mean exactly I guess, what's his dental checkup maybe he's got root canals but that's like, but that ain't your problem that's i know that's his math that's his yeah pain. what's the chaw done to his jaw no what's yeah. the chaw done to his jaw <laughs> that's what we want to know chaw on the jaw but yeah i think you need to let it go but okay but josh though because you were just saying you know um you can like say something you can say to someone fuck off kindly you know but if you say it in the right way what would be like a nice way of oh, being yeah. like the pepsi gross 
Yeah, you you could say it, and it, you just have to make it as a joke, you know. Be yeah, like, and, and man, like, you drink so much fucking Pepsi, it's insane, you know. Like, like go off, but like yeah. this is a lot of fucking Pepsi. You, you'd have to laugh, and at even it. self-deprecate, be like, I know I'm just being a total crazy person, but when I watch you drink four in a row, I want to kill you or something. Yeah. Like, like not like that. I'm doing a bad job yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. but you got to put it on yourself where you're like, I know I'm crazy to care about this, but I really don't love it when I see you drink, you know four in a row but you don't yeah. want him to now you don't want him to suddenly start sneaking into the bathroom at night and pounding a two-liter you know you, you don't want to make this a problem you don't want to yeah. give him another life he lifts up the toilet life. tank the top of the toilet tank and there's a two-liter yeah. taped to the inside yeah, he's got there? his shed in the back i'm gonna go fiddle with my tools he's just shooting it right into the vein i think you gotta reframe it i think you're looking for it to be his new dip and instead of just being like healthy people yeah. can have vices so just like yeah. right celebrate yeah. it maybe like oh this yes. is the one thing he does yeah exactly and it's also like does he as long as he also drinks water do you know what i mean like in life like part of me is like yeah you can have like just make sure you're having something that's like not a chemical every now and then it's like it's fine yeah Yeah. if she's fine if you want to maybe say that his breath tastes like aspartame all the time yeah well that could work that could work (laughs) and maybe take a break have Have some like orange soda. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Have a Can doctor. Get a pepper? real Pepsi in here. Yeah. Yeah. A real yeah. Pepsi. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was. She's funny, girl. Like he got such a nice body, and yeah, he has have so fun much with that Pepsi. Body. You do it great. And we do demand pics, actually. (laughs) Um, So if you could email CouplesTherapyPod at gmail.com. Just a pic of you pouring Diet Pepsi Pepsi. on his abs and drinking. Make it a kink. And then drinking the Diet Pepsi from below his abs. Okay. Like they're running through the abs. That's too sexy. (laughs) That's too sexy. Too sexy? Oh, Josh and Aaron, thank you so much for coming through. For a blessing. Anything. The world for you. The world. You're a dream and a delight. And you guys, we will see you next week. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.